five, four, three, two, one. I'm John Minklosh for the WDMA and the NMOA. We're going to be talking about direct marketing today. But first, we're going to talk about Heinz Slowmaster 57. And it's a ramp that was developed for, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a toy that was developed basically to mimic the testing that Heinz does with their own ketchup. And it can, cannot go faster than 0.028 miles per hour, whatever the heck that is. They should really do feet per second or feet per minute or something. I sped the commercial up because it's just painfully boring. All right, Slowmaster 57. Just grab your ketchup, shake, pour, and wait. Anytime now, a 45 degree angle of steady, slow, fun, a game of endurance, patience, a lot of patience, and pure looks, anticipation. Uh, Moving looks, at an incredible speed of 0 0.028 miles per hour. See, easy to right. assemble, easy to play, easy to clean. <gasps> Do you have what it takes to wait? Did you move? It. Oh yeah. Wow. Slowmaster 57. Ready, steady, slow. Oh, we still have some time. Cool. Slowmaster 57. Ideal for 8 to 25 and up. Snacks sold separately. Okay, so much for that. Um, right, so much for that. Let's get over to the uh, let's get over to the story behind it, right? So they wanted to do something fun for the uh, for the Dubai Final F1 Series. Formula One is a fast, fast race car. They go 200 miles an hour around kind of city street stuff, or a real racetrack. Depends on what they're doing. Um, so they introduced this, as I said, to, to remind people that fast isn't always the best. And, uh, although I sped it up and it made it go a lot better. <laughs> Heinz factory's famous quantifier, a machine used at its factories around the world to evaluate the thickness and consistency of every single batch of Heinz ketchup. So we have testing in this article. Testing, right? And uh, so they, you know, they. I think they should have showed competitive com ketchups, you know, just generic stuff or something, and just compared them with the Heinz. Because it's hard to get your hands on this. I looked on eBay and there weren't any. There were trucks and there were posters and there were medallions and can openers with Heinz 57 on them. Uh, but there weren't any slow masters. And uh, what's the point of developing a cool toy when you can't even get one? I don't know. Um, Heinz, I'm, I remember reading once that Heinz developed special tomatoes that had more pulp in them so that they didn't have to add thickening to their, to their ketchup. No artificial thickeners. So there's something. I do think thick ketchup is better. I have to say, you know, you can put you can put vinegar on your chips in England, but I think ketchup is better. Okay, this is an interesting article from Nick Kalenda. Nick and I are now connected. Um, he was citing a study from 2017. These are all academic studies. Uh, place a focal product on the left side of bundles. It was they were studying two product bundles, not three or three plus. But they basically said, since you read from left to right, which we all do, I remember Mr. Rogers used to go along the screen from left to right. So on camera, you'd go like this. See that? 
just like WDMA down below. But to do that, I have to go from right to left. That's my right hand. It looks like it's going left to right. That's because you're facing me. And uh, I used to do that in speeches, and sometimes people would notice, and they'd come up and say, you know, I would... Like if you want to talk about Maine, you go up here, and if you talked about Washington over here or Florida's down here, but it's all backwards. But I just take the whole map of the of the United States and flip it in my mind, and then I just point to it, right? So Maine's up here, Florida's down there. Just can see the whole thing. I don't know that everybody can do that. <laughs> Helps to be dyslexic, I guess. I can flip those around in my head. But anyway, um, so people do tend to go from right to left like that left to right rather <laughs> i gotta do it backwards on here now but why does it influence purchases well you evaluate this was seemed like a hypothesis you evaluate bundles by imagining yourself consuming each item if you read from left to right you start by imagining the leftmost item hmm not appealing you feel lackluster emotions i don't know if there's such a thing as lackluster emotions but anyway ho-hum emotions, discouraging you from evaluating subsequent items, okay? So you might want to highlight the focal item if you're trying to promote something. I noticed that, uh, you know, at the car wash, they put the, they put the expensive deluxe item up at the top left. You see it in, in supermarket stores. You see the, uh, the brand in the top, in the, on the left, and the, and the, and the, uh, Generic right next door, the house brand. I know they do stuff like that. I don't know what it does exactly, but they said do something. Call attention to it. I think that there's truth in that. Starbursts are good. Underlines are good. Um, stronger with variety bundles. Uh, different versions of a product, size, flavor, color, etc. Um, <clears throat> so... The effect is most prominent in this scenario, probably because there's the least difference between the, the items, I would say. Um, and you don't really care which one they buy, but you want to take up the shelf space. Uh, Nick said he wasn't sure what would happen with three plus items. He would like to see that studied, but suspects that the position effect is weaker. I will post the uh, actual paper. Well, no, I'll pro post the abstract. It's $37 to get the real paper, and I didn't want to pop for that. But I will get the abstract, which is two pages, and it does give you the, it gives you the, uh, the location to get your hands on it if you really, really want to prove to your boss that you've been right all along. <laughs> okay, then this is a, an article I promised you from yesterday. Direct Mail has the glow-up Sephora needed when it came to retargeting. Okay, so Sephora has been in Canada for 20 years, and um, they're, they're made up of 13,000 products from 20 carefully curated, or 200 curated brands. They are in more than 460 stores across America, and, and plus another 2,500, so about 3,000 stores all around the world. Um, they have a they have a loyalty program called Beauty Beauty Insider, uh, with increasing rewards as devotees make more purchases. Okay, and so um, they already have a robust digital retargeting program designed to keep people coming back. Women, I suppose. Um, so Beauty is a big business, 1.8 billion in Canada alone. Okay. 
expected to go to 2.2 billion in the next few years. Uh, and for uh, for all kinds of brands, cart abandonment is a reality. But especially in uh, it turns out, <laughs> especially <coughs> in beauty products. So even loyal customers visit many website pages, click on multiple products, and build big baskets only to shut down before checking out. Sephora monitors those shoppers and has an effective email strategy in place to re-engage them. Uh, but Deborah Neff says <clears throat> she's former vice president at Sephora. I'm not sure. We'll find out where she went. I'll look her up and tag her. Still, we were interested in testing another personalized omni-channel approach to increased increased conversion. If I hit the left button, it quits underlining. Increased conversion. Okay. So that meant exploring direct mail. As and and what I like about this article i gotta i gotta tell you where it's from too it's from a magazine called insight very thick paper very very beautiful okay it's from canada post and they have a regular series of editors and uh editors and you know writers and and expert contributors and always have case studies it's really something i mean it's really something I got it a couple of years ago when they had embossed apples on it. I, I signed up for it, and now they send it to me. And sometimes I wonder why USPS doesn't have the, some kind of regular information like this. Um, you know, they keep pounding on uh, informed delivery, which is up to 60 million people that have signed up for it. I really never look at it unless I'm going to talk about it and know that I'm going to talk about it. Um, very, very few clickable items, very, very few color items that are all free. Um, they've made, they've made direct mail into email. And I don't think, I think that's the opposite of where they should be going. But anyway, back to the article. So they decided to explore direct marketing. Now here's the part that's really important. Okay. Uh, obviously marketers understand that direct mail is, is a highly influential tool that can engage online customers right we know it, we, we know it it's engaging because we can test those who got mailed and those who didn't we know who got mailed we know it got delivered we know it went to a household decision maker because only the decision maker can throw out the mail we know they made a decision because you have to decide what to do with it right and therefore we have much higher engagement than any other medium okay so direct mail adds tangible touch I'm not sure that's true on any medium. It has, it has, I think, better, it has, it's a better tool for, for measuring engagement. But, you know, if you get, if you get called out by name at Paul Bunyan's and Paul Bunyan talks to you, you might, that might be bigger engagement. That happened to my son, Matthew. They listen to you as you stand in line to get in. And they'll call you by name and they'll talk about what, why you're coming and it's your birthday. And <laughs> he was impressed. It was his golden birthday, eight years old. An eight-year-old can get pretty impressed. I was impressed, to be honest. Okay. So brands let uh, – direct mail lets brands personalize in each, con in each communication, uh, tailoring to customer preferences and especially abandoned items in your cart. <laughs> right? We know exactly what you were thinking about or looking about. We don't have to use AI to figure this out. 
Um, direct mail can also foster a sense of exclusivity by perhaps referencing your your uh, loyalty membership and the amount of consumable points that you could apply to this purchase or something. Who knows? Here's a here's a. I've never been in a Sephora. I know they have a standalone thing at Kohl's now. Okay, but here's the part I really wanted to get to: inciting action. Working with one of Canada Post's expert partners. AIIM, formerly Prime Data. I think Steve Falk was the founder of Prime Data or the president or the owner or something. Steve was important there. I know that. And Steve and I uh, talk fairly often. And uh, But he sold it to AIIM. And now he's kind of out on his own. So you can look up Steve on, on I'll, I'll tag him so you can just click on it. Uh, down in the comments below. Um, but I really like, you may not believe this, but USPS, I convinced USPS that we should have a, a vetted group of direct mail experts across America that, that USPS could send people to, to get it done well. And they actually, we actually put together a, a contract for $600,000 for me to build this organization. And, uh, but some of the big eight accounting firms, I don't know how many big, how many eight are anymore, but at the time were, were ripping off the U.S. Postal Service and everybody knew it. And they, uh, the post, the, my friends at the Postal Service said, if you, if you get a contract, then we can expand beyond it. That's, that's the common practice here. And uh, so let's just get this contract done. Well, we had it done no, no more than a week. And the inspector general of the Postal Service, the expender, basically said, we know what's going on. We're cracking down. Anybody who's got a contract with the Postal Service is persona non grata, is basically lucky not to get thrown in jail. And if any... Postal employees even talk to those people; they could be, they could serve jail time. No more phone calls, no more lunch, everything canceled. But it was a good idea. It was patterned after Derek uh, Derek Holder's Direct Marketing Institute in the UK with Royal Mail, where the Royal Mail people didn't try to solve the problem; they tried to hook up people who were interested in mail with people who knew how to do it well and right. And uh, so I'm impressed. I'm super impressed with Canada Post here. And I hope USPS is listening. I know some people listen because I get likes and shares and stuff. But if you're with the USPS, this message is for you. This is the way to grow mail. Not just because you have preferred vendors. That's not where I'm going with this. No. Um, what I'm going with is Sephora created a control group. I said to Josh Blair at Quad on Tuesday, if you don't have a control group, you don't have a test. It's not an experiment. It's a try. It's a putter around, right? And before that, USPS had paid me to, to help their salespeople sell mail to big brands, ANA type brands. And I, I wrote reports for Circuit City, Panasonic, Kaiser Permanente, um, Anheuser-Busch, 
Oakley, and a number of others, a lot. And they all tried mail. That was part of the deal. But they didn't do it well. You know, I went into to Oakley myself with uh, with uh, one of the postal salespeople and <laughs> retired. <laughs> and we showed them what they should do differently. And I think they even listened, but they didn't have a control. They didn't really they didn't really set it up right. So <clears throat> that was the genesis of the second program that was the end of it. Anyway, 24 hours after abandoning their cart, both groups received an email. Key. Keep some things the same. Only test certain things. Okay? Keep the rest the same. Um, reminding them the, of the item they viewed and inviting them to return to the site and buy it. The test group received a second communication, a personalized direct mail piece, retargeting with mail. Okay? The, the 6.9-inch cards which I have, a, a, I think I have, it was hard to pry it out of the article, but this is, treat yourself, you deserve it, Sephora, and then there was pictures of the items. At least one of these items was one of the items left in the cart, okay? Now, 48 hours is a long time to start the process. The cards were mailed within 48 hours. I would say you'd really like to get that sooner than this because it does take a couple days in the mail. Okay, so I would say you mail them right away and they get there within 48 hour or, or so hours would make some sense. Um, it says that they arrived at their homes within five days. I would also suggest, I don't see an offer here, but I would suggest some kind of an offer, free, li free eyeliner or something, you know, some little spiff, free perfume samples. You know, you have all of those laying around that you don't know what to do with. <clears throat> something, think of something. Something related, not not expensive. Something that would make the package rattle a bit, I think, would be excellent. Um, but, you know, all of those aside. The recycles, oh, I suppose you can't put that in a postcard. But that would be another test for you, Sephora. Test a, uh, a puffy envelope with something in it uh, as part of the offer. Or test it as part of the close, you know. We could sell, send the postcard and then say, and then say, if you order it now, you'll get this with your order, okay? Results, the test group had a 16% higher response rate than the control group. And that is the essence of why direct marketing is the easiest to get solid evidence for than the control group. Because we know who gets mailed. We know we can do a holdout test, right? We can even hold out the ones who would have been retargeted and mail them something different, do something different. There's a lot of ways we can do it. Now, it was only 26,000 pieces, which isn't a lot, which means you probably should retest it, but excellent, excellent. While this was a preliminary test, the results showed that the personalization resonates with our clients and direct mail is a potential tactic we'll consider for future campaigns, Neff said. Now, I would say at least you know, if they don't go back and use it more, at least we got a good case study out of it that shows 16% incremental lift. And that is what we need to be doing as an industry. We need to be getting incremental lift. This is how much better it did. Now, was the cost more than 16%? Mm, probably. And again, that's why I think an offer would have been essential here. Canada Post has been a great partner to work with, enabling us to target and test four different personalized tactics to reach clients at various aspects of their purchasing journey.
<clears throat> excellent, excellent. Thanks for watching. Have a great day. Like and repost. Your friends will know you're smart.